0: Let's go into the book of Revelation, chapter 21. I'll ask you tonight or today to stand, and we're going to read the first eight verses. Now, we're not going to preach on all eight verses. I've got one little verse, and then I'm going to go to somewhere else. The Bible said in Revelation 21 and verse 1 And I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth were passed away, and there was no more sea. And I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a great voice out of heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, And He will dwell with them, and they shall be His people. And God Himself shall be with them, and be their God. And God shall wipe away all tears, not some of them, but all, from their eyes. And there shall be no more death, neither sorrow, nor crying, neither shall there be any more pain." For the former things are passed away. That's shouting ground right there. And he that sat upon the throne said, Behold, I make all things new. And he said unto me, Write, for these words are true and faithful. And he said unto me, It is done. I am Alpha and Omega. The beginning and the end I will give unto him that is a thirst of the fountain of water, of life freely. He that overcometh shall inherit all things, and I will be his God, and he shall be my son. But the fearful, and unbelieving, and the abominable, and murderers, and whoremongers, and sorcerers, and idolaters, and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second dead. You can be seated. Father, as we bow in your divine presence this morning, thank you, Lord, for the people that have come. I pray you might bless their hearts, strengthen them, or make them as comfortable as they can be today to hear the message, the Word of God. I pray, Lord, you give us something from heaven, may our hearts be stirred and Strengthen and encourage, and we go out today we could say it's been a wonderful thing to be into the house of god may our hearts be strengthened lord beyond our imagination may we be encouraged beyond lord what we've had in days of our life i pray god today that you'll touch every heart every mind everybody in soul and we'll give you the glory for what you're going to accomplish we commit it all to you if there's one today Lord, it could be and uh, Lord, no doubt may be one that's lost and undone. I pray you'd open their eyes today to the facts and the truth that this will be the day that call upon your name. We'll give you the praise for it in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Touch our listening audience around the world on the internet and God will give you the glory for that as well. We'll say thank you for your goodness in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Now, looking in Revelation chapter 21, I want to go back and read one verse and then show you a couple of other verses with it and then we'll take off from there. The Bible said in Revelation chapter 21, verse number 5, And he that sat upon the throne said, Behold, I make all things new you don't have it underlined, underline it, circle it, put a star by it, put it in brackets or something. And if you don't want to write in your Bible, just forget it. Amen. But I want you to go on to read with me where he says, uh, And he said unto me, Write, for these things are true and faithful. The Lord's given us a promise in the book of Revelation here that he's going to make all things, what? New. Amen. <laughs> That's good. I think uh, I make all things new. Now let's go back just a minute to the first verse of chapter 21. He said, I and I saw a new heaven. And then he said, And a new earth. You get that? And then in verse number two. John said in us, John saw the holy city, New Jerusalem. I want to talk about new things this morning. Amen. I pray that God will touch your heart and stir you. The first thing I want to tell you, I want to talk about my salvation and yours. And I pray that we can put them together today and rejoice just a little bit. I don't know about you, but I sure am glad I'm saved. Amen. I meet some that tell me, are you saved? Yeah, I'm saved. Boy, is it that rough? I, I say, are you saved? They say, I think I am. Hey, don't you want to really know? Yeah. I'm glad I can tell you this morning, yes, I know that I'm saved. And you hey, say, so preacher, you know why I'm saved? Nope. I take your word for if you told me you are. If you told me you called upon the Lord, I say wonderful, thank God for it. I'm not going to judge you. But I want to tell you this morning, I don't know anybody's salvation but my own. Uh, I might have been in the meeting with you when you got saved, but I wasn't in your body, so I don't know what happened to you. But I was there that day, I got saved. Well, you said, what happened to you? Turning your Bible to 2 Corinthians, we're going to use her Bible this morning. And I rejoice in the Lord that I can do that. 2 Corinthians, in a very familiar scripture, 2 Corinthians chapter number 5 and verse number 17. Most of you can quote that, you ought to quote it. The Bible said in second Corinthians 5:17, therefore if any man if any man be in Christ he is a what? New, new creature. Old things are passed away, behold all things are become what's that word? New. new. I want to tell you you're looking at a new person, a new creation this morning when I got birthed in the family of God. I've had a little worry over but I'm still new. My body has developed a few wrinkles, a few spots, a few weaknesses, a few discrepancies. Amen. You know, uh, somebody said, I I hate the way I look. Get over it. Amen. Amen. My kids used to say that, and I'd say, quote this scripture, I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Amen. You said, Preacher, I look in the mirror, I'm ugly. Don't, don't blame God for your ugliness then. Amen. God thinks you're all right. Amen. Somebody said, Well, if I had a head of hair, thank God I had one one time. <laughs> I go back to that. I show pictures of me when I was a young fella. Some of these ladies say, Preacher, I didn't know you had that much hair back yonder. I said, I need. <laughs> Amen. I said, pastoring churches and raising kids took it all away. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Amen. That'll get it. Amen. Somebody said, but you need a toupee uh, to pay for what? <laughs> Amen. I t- I'm not talking about a wig. I, I, I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Amen. If I had a lot of hair, I'd take more of time combing it. Ain't that right, Brother Virgil? That's right. And, uh, hey, amen, I might drown because that hair can't catch water. It rolls off when you're bald-headed. Let's go. On. A new creature. Not only are we a new creature, but if we're a new creature, we are a new creation. Listen, saints, I'm not what I used to be. I've been saved by God's grace. He made a new creature out of me. Now, let's just go to the book of Galatians. Slide over just a little bit to the next book of your Bible, Galatians chapter six. And notice what God says. We're going to talk about new things today. Galatians chapter five and or chapter six and verse number 15. The Bible says, "For in Christ Jesus, neither circumcision availeth anything nor uncircumcision, but a new creature." Somebody said, Preacher, I'm more than a creature. I'm a human being. I just called you what God called you. That's all I'm saying. Amen. I believe we're the highest of God's creation. I believe man is the highest. But God said we are a new creature. That means we used to be an old creature then. When I was lost on my way to hell... My life was one way. But when I got saved as a new creature, I not... see, God looks at me as something different than I used to be. Amen. I didn't take on religion. I took on God. That's right, right. Amen. He got in me and kicked the world out. Well, I had the world in me. And he kicked the devil out. I had the devil in me. And I'm now a new creature. He moved in. The devil and the world moved out. Somebody said, what about the flesh? It ain't moved out yet. I got a problem with the flesh. And the flesh gets, I mean, the devil gets blamed for a lot of things that the flesh is involved with. I have more trouble with my flesh than I do the devil. I mean, boy, he can, and you see, you don't have trouble. I have trouble with the devil. I have trouble with the world. But I have more trouble with me than I do either one of those two. I have to put up with him. He takes along. The devil, he's off bothering somebody else sometimes. and He sends his little cohorts over, but he's out busy on somebody else. He ain't everywhere. You said the devil's everywhere. Give me a verse. of Scripture says he's everywhere. He's mighty, but he's not almighty. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm going to shout a little bit on that. Praise God. I'm glad I'm on the winning side. A new creature in Christ Jesus. Now I want you to turn over with me in the book of Ezekiel. I'm preaching one of them sermons this morning. Somebody said, Why are you always a preaching uh, uh, you know, mean and rough and skinning people? I'm not skinning you today. i am tell you what God done for us, He made us a new creature. Amen. I said, preacher, I mean, uh, people say to me, preacher, I'd shout if it wasn't for them hard sermons you preach and skin me. (laughs) I'm not preaching a hard sermon. this when I'm preaching the truth. If you're not shouting when you're getting ready to leave, don't blame me. Going to have to get you another alibi. (laughs) Ezekiel, please. Chapter 18. Ezekiel chapter 18, notice with me in the Word of God, Ezekiel chapter 18, verse number 31, the Bible says in Ezekiel eighteen thirty-one, cast away from you all your transgressions, transgressions, whereby ye have transgressed, and make you a new heart and a new spirit, for why will you die, O house of Israel? First, I want to say He'll give you a new heart and He'll give me one. Hold your place there and let's turn to Ezekiel chapter 36. In Ezekiel chapter 36 and verse number 26, notice what God says. He said, a new heart also will I give you and a new spirit will I put within you. And I will take away the stony heart out of your flesh. And I will give you a heart of flesh. Amen. So God said, I'll give you a new heart. I have not only this morning have been made a new creature, but He gave me a new heart. Amen. In 2010, I had a blockage. I actually had four blockages. Went to the hospital and they said you're going to have to have a a quadruple bypass. They went in there and found a, a triple bypass is all I needed. Cut me open, put all that in. Felt bad for a little bit. Took me a while to get my strength back. The old doctor and nurse come in there one day. I was laying in the hospital bed. And he was checking on me. And I said, doctor, I just want to tell you I appreciate you. He said, well, appreciate that. I said, you're in the business of saving lives. And your medicines and your techniques and your surgeries has brought a lot of people back on their feet again. I said, I'm not in the business of saving lives. I'm in the business of trying to help God save souls. And I said, I appreciate you. Doing my heart some good that I can go win souls again and win people to the Lord Jesus Christ. And him and that nurse started crying and they got out of there. Amen. Got them to balling. But he blessed my heart. But I want to tell you, back yonder in the distant future, I want you to know that God reached down, He done a surgery on my body. He put the old heart that I had in there. And I'm not talking about the physical heart, but the spiritual heart. And He took it out and put a new heart down in me. And it's been beaten for the glory of God ever since. I'm not talking about surgery at the hospital. I'm talking about the divine surgery from glory. When I got saved, God put a new heart in me. Now God's changed your heart if you're anything at all. And if He ain't changed your heart, you ain't got the goods. That's right. A new heart changes everything. Praise God. It's like changing the motor out of the car, brother. I want you to know it'll, it'll change the way that everything operates. Yeah. Not only that, but them same two verses I give you goes back and says something about a new spirit. He not only gave me a new heart, but He gave me a new spirit. And he says here, I read it a while ago, he said he'll put a new uh, spirit in us. Did you see that a while ago? Amen. He'll put a new spirit within us. Chapter 36 and verse 26. A new heart also will I give you, and a new spirit will I put, where? Within you. Amen. i got the Holy Spirit. He said, so... Hey, that's my radar. Some of you folks can't go to town not getting it. What do the, what they call that uh, on the phone and all that stuff? Go to games. find something. You put in uh, the coordinates and all that stuff. And what do you call that? GPS. All right, I knew it knew what it was, but I was just trying to find out if you knew. Amen. The spirit God put in me is my GPS with a heavenly father. I said, I'm going to go here. And I take off. And I go this way and I come to the fork in the road. And I say, Lord, what do I do? Go, or do I go to the left or go to the right? And the Lord says, you want to go to the left. You say, but, but Lord, it looks like the grass is greener on the right side. He looks like that's where I ought to be going. The Lord said, I told you, go left. Go left. I get down there. Here the road forks out to the right, forks out to the left, and you go straight. There's three ways of going. And I say, Lord, which way should I go? He said, Go the right on, keep a going straight. Well, now, Lord, the right side looks pretty broad, the left side looks pretty wide. But that little front road right there, it's a little narrow. The Lord said, Straight is a gate, narrow is a way. Now I want you to get on that road right there and keep a going straight. So you go straight a little while and you get to another place and the road forks off again and the Holy Spirit says, hold up a minute. What should I do, Lord? And He says, I done told you. I told you to get on the straight road and keep a going straight. Don't turn. That's right. You see, I've got something on the inside of me. No, you can't do that. No, you can't go there. No, you can't say this. No, you can't do that. That's right. Amen. That's right. He put a new spirit in me. Yeah. Somebody said, Preacher, I just do what I please. Yeah, I've seen your life. Down the road, you're going to have trouble. I, I think most of you know my phone number. Just keep it handy. You're going to live wild and woolly? Keep my phone number handy. You're going to need me down the road. You don't think you do now, but you'll need me after a while. Amen. And when you took the left, when God said go right, or you went uh, right, when God said go straight, you're going to get in trouble. Your life ain't going to run real good. So He's give me he made me a new creature and a new creation. He's given me a new heart. He's given me a new spirit. Now turn to Ephesians chapter 2. Ephesians chapter 2 and verse number 15. In Ephesians 2 15 it says, "...having abolished in His flesh the enmity, even the law of commandments contained in ordinances, for to make in Himself of twain one new man." So make in peace. He's made me a new man. Preacher, when I got saved, nothing changed about me. You didn't get saved. <laughs> yeah, I did, preacher. I was there. No, if he didn't make you a new man or a new woman, you're not saved. He makes you a new man. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 24. It says, and that you put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and true wholeness. You know why you can't go where you want to go and do what you want to do and say what you want to say and live like you want to live? It's because you have been created in wholeness and righteousness. You're a new man. You know why? You can't cuss. You say, well, preacher, I cuss all I want to. I do too. I just don't want to. And if you got a want to cuss, you need to get your want to cleaned out. Amen. Amen. Somebody say, I don't see anything wrong saying a dirty word every once in a while. Amen. You know what? If you just get dirty on your hand right there, that might not be too bad. But tomorrow you get dirty up here, Tomorrow, you'll be a stinking pretty quick. <laughs> we used to have a fella come down here and got trash. It wasn't trash, but he come down and get uh, junk. I called him the junk man. Some of y'all heard me. I've, I've, said, I've called him up and said, Come on, get some junk. i got some metal down here. Come and get it. Boy, there's right Johnny on the spot. Done pretty good. He started stealing some of it. I was giving it to him. I don't like people stealing stuff. Amen. You come down, and we'd call him Pig Pen. You say, I wouldn't call nobody Pig Pen. You got around him, you would. He smelled like he'd just crawled out of the hog slop. Looked like it, too. Amen. And I found out other people called him that. That was his nickname. You with me? Some of you want to do a little of this and a little of that. You let your mind run uh, wild, and you get to thinking on things that this little brain of yours shouldn't be thinking on, and it perverts your body and brings lust to your body. That's why you need to stay in the Word of God, keep gospel music, and the things of God on your mind all the time. Right. Right. That's why I got somebody preaching all the time in my house or singing in my house. Not all the time. Sometimes I have to shut them down where I didn't think. But I ain't thinking on them things that the world's thinking of. Right. Amen. They get to sing an amazing grace and the good things of God. And then I'm trying to read the Bible. I'm going to tell you what. Next thing you know, I'm talking about amazing grace. And I don't get my studying done. I have to detour from that just a little bit to soak it in. But while I ain't studying, Amen. Amen. I figured the devil ain't going to get too close to me of singing with him of singing amazing grace around him because he's scared of grace. Amen. Amen! Somebody said, I wouldn't live like that. Amen. You wouldn't be as happy as I am either. Praise God. Let's go to Colossians chapter 3 verse 10. Colossians chapter 3 verse 10. Colossians 3 10 says this. Were there... Let's see, excuse me, 310, i get 11. And have put on the new man, which is renewed in knowledge after the image of him that created him. The new man tries to act like, live like, talk like, walk like, and live with the Lord Jesus Christ. You see what the new man is? It's a righteous life. God said, I, give you, I made you a new man out of you. Then in Hebrews chapter 10, we're just getting down to the rest of them. All. Amen. Most of you ain't burning up yet, are you? I'm hotter than you are. Amen. It ain't bothering me a bit. Praise God. Amen. I just say thank God that I'm heaven bound, not going to hell. Amen. Hebrews chapter 10. Hebrews chapter 10 and verse number 23. Or verse number 20, excuse me. By a, what? New and living way, which He hath consecrated for us through the veil, that is to say, His flesh. He's not only given me made me a new man, He's given me a new and living way. In other words, He's given me new life. I was dead and trespasses Him. Ephesians 2. But now I've been made alive by the grace of God. I'm a new man, I'm alive, man. I've got a new and living way. I won't take time to spend too much on these. I'm going to look at some of the other. Go to the book of Mark chapter 1. Mark chapter 1. Is so much to think about what we are, where we are, where we're headed? Amen. I'm so glad that I know the Lord and He knows me. In Mark chapter 1 and verse number 27, the Bible said, And they were all amazed in so much that they questioned among themselves, saying, What thing is this? What new doctrine is this? For with authority commandeth he ever, even the unclean spirits, and they do obey him. He's given me new doctrine. When I was lost, the doctrine of the Word of God was not real to me. I didn't know what it meant, but I've got new doctrine now. What's doctrine? It's that which you live by. If your doctrine is not right, you're not going to live right. right. Your doctrine is after the apostles and the prophets and after Jesus Christ Himself. And you'll find that word new doctrine mentioned again in Acts 17, 19. We won't turn there. But look at Mark 16 since we're in that book. Show you something else He's given me. In Mark chapter 16 and verse number 17. Not only give it to me, but give it to everybody. Praise God. Mark 16, 17 says, And these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name shall they cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. He's giving me a new tongue. Amen. Now, some of you people think it's new languages that they're speaking or unknown tongue, they call it. That you can't understand. But well, he's giving me a new tongue. I don't even talk like he used to. You find somebody talking just like they talked when they was a drunkard or a reviler or a liar or whatever they were. They did not get the grace of God. Amen. Amen. They have new doctrine, new tongue. Look at Psalm 33 3. Most of these in the New Testament but I'm going to go get two or three out of the new, out of the old. Excuse me. In Psalm 33, Psalm 33, uh, I want you to look at it. Verse number 3. 33, 3. He says this, Sing unto him a new song. Amen. You hear that? Sing unto him with the psaltery and the instrument ten strings. Sing unto him a new song. Play skiffly with a loud noise. He said, I can't carry a tune. He didn't say that. He said, sing with a loud noise. Some of y'all, you tried to sing, that's all you got some noise. But amen, it's a new song, isn't it? That's right. Amen. These folks down in the honky tonk. I, I get so tired of going to these places, Walmart, wherever you go, in any of these places. I don't go in that much, but wherever you go, I get tired of hearing that old country. I see young men and young ladies and even sometimes middle-aged women and sometimes old women and they're singing some kind of old junk. I don't know what it is. Junk. And I see these singing every word to it. I don't know the songs of, these, of the world. Do you? You sing Amazing Grace. I know what you're singing about. It gets my attention. Why don't they play that in these places? They don't. Hey, Amen. They're honky-tonking. Thinking about, you know, that old rap music? They write, They spell it R-A-P, but it's rap music. Boom, 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 boom. Crazy junk, huh? Garbage. That's what it is. Garbage. Hear me. God put a new song in my heart. They'll sing. They'll sing over there. you are cheating heart or whatever that is. They love stuff like that. I'm nowhere near that. I can't stand it. You're just telling me what you are. Amen. Gets quiet and you get on them, but God to give me a new song. Praise God. I'll give you some more. Psalm 40 verse 3. Psalm 96 verse 1. Psalm 98 verse 1. Psalm 144 verse 9. Psalm 149 verse 1. Isaiah 42 10. Revelation 5 9. And Revelation 14 3. Let's look at Revelation 5 9. Some of these people may be saved and backslid so far they don't even know they've been saved. But I'll tell you one of these days, you know why an unbeliever couldn't go to heaven? He'd get away with no what in the world. Blessed assurance is. Are you with me? Yeah. Revelation chapter 5 verse 9 said, And they sung a new song. Saying, here's what the new song is. Thou art worthy to take the book and to open the seals thereof. For thou wast slain and hast redeemed us unto uh, us to God by thy blood out of every kindred and tongue and people and nation. Amen. And it goes on. That's what we're going to sing when we we'll get the glory. Somebody said, won't have none of that rat music? No. Won't be none there. Country music? No. Mm. What is he? Uh, what is this? You know when they some people's hung between Christian and and uh, unChristian, and they get in, they got these songs. I don't even what they call it now, it, it, contemporary huh? Contemporary Con- well, they got contemporary Christian, but that's for those who are closer to trying to be Christians than those that's in the middle. Well, that's that too. But I'm saying there's a, a group, up there. they play some old stuff. I I don't even understand it. It's it, 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 you can get the words, you can understand the words, but they're in the middle. Uh, they're, it's not really rotten and dirty, but it ain't holy either. I want to, I, I'll think of it when and I will come back and tell you. Got a senior moment right here. But we got a lot of that. But God put a new song in my heart. And then in John chapter 13, He told me He'd give me something else. In John chapter thirteen, I get tired of hearing these people talking about. Well, we got to keep the commandments. Got to keep the commandments. Got to keep the commandments. I'm trying to keep the commandments. Oh, so you you're trying? Have you ever kept them? No. Why well, you worrying about keeping them? For you know you ain't gonna do it. God said you couldn't. John chapter thirteen and verse number thirty four. John 13, 34. Look at this. John 13, 34 says, A new commandment. You said, preacher, what about the tw- the ten commandments in the 20th chapter of Exodus? Those good. Keep them if you can. Work on it. You got to be better than you are now if you worked on it. A new commandment, God said... The Lord did, I give unto you, here it is, that you love one another as I have loved you, that you also love one another. Amen. It. He's given us a new commandment. Amen. What about all the other ten? Oh, you keep this one right here and you won't have to worry about it. That's true. Amen. A new commandment I give unto you that you love one another. you love your neighbor, you're not going to steal from him. If you love your neighbor, you're not going to commit sin with his wife. If you love your neighbor as you ought to, you're not going to be lying and cussing and swearing with him. He's given us a new commandment. Does that make sense? So when this crowd comes to you, I'm I'm having trouble keeping commandment number four. I'm having trouble uh, keeping commandment numbers. Well, let me just give you a new commandment. This is what the Lord give every one of us children, His saints. A new commandment I give you. And that's to love one another. That good? Amen. Now I'm going to give you some things He's going to do for me. I'll give you these quickly. Time's done caught me nearly. I'll just get you out of here. I know it's hot in here, but so we'll go. He's going to give me a new piety. Romans chapter 8, please. Let's look at the Bible. I want you to read it from the Word of God, not what I say. Sometimes you have to read in some, not change it, but it don't say the exact word, but Romans chapter 8 and verse number 23. The Bible said, and not only they, but ourselves also which have the first fruits of the Spirit, even we ourselves groan within ourselves, waiting for the adoption to wit the redemption of our body. We're going to get a new body. I'll give you some other places in the Word of God. First Corinthians 15, 51, behold, I show you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed in a moment and a twinkling of an eye at the last trump. And he goes on to tell us this corruption is going to put on incorruption. This mortal is going to put on immortality. That's a pretty good thing. Pretty good sign we're going to get a new body. Amen. Somebody said, What's it going to look like? I ain't on that subject today. Amen. Yeah, you're right. He's going to give me a new body, he's going to give me a new name. Isaiah chapter number 62. Isaiah 62. Look at what Isaiah 62 says. And there's uh, several verses on this. Isaiah 62 and 2. Let me turn to that. Don't have all these marked in front of you, so I take a little time to get there too. Isaiah 62. And it says in Isaiah 62, And verse number 2. And the Gentiles, and the Gentiles shall see thy righteousness and all kings thy glory and thou shalt be called by a new name. Now he's talking to the Israelites. But I'm going to prove to you. You're going to get one too. Which the mouth of the Lord shall name. What's your new name? Anybody know? I don't know what mine is. You know why? I ain't got it yet. Amen. But God's got a birth certificate over in glory for you. Amen. He knows when you was born. Some of you can't remember the moment, the second, and the split second that you got birthed in the family of God, but God's got record of it. Amen. You said, well, maybe I ought to know that too. Well, just sometimes it's some of them things you just don't, don't keep up with and don't think about, Right? In Revelation chapter 21 and verse number 1. I read it to you a while ago. In Revelation chapter 21, excuse me, in verse, uh, excuse me. No, it's in Revelation 21, 1. And I saw a new heaven and a new earth for the first heaven and first earth were passed away. And there was no more sea, and John saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And he goes on to tell, and then he says in our text, And he that sat upon the throne said, Behold, I make all things new. That's what he's going to do. He's going to give us a new name. You can mark her down, buddy. You can mark her down. It's going to happen. Not only that, but we're going to have a new heaven and a new earth. I read those to you a moment ago. And for the sake of time, he's going to give us a new Jerusalem. It's going to come down out of heaven to you and me. If I want to, I'd be a city slicker. I can go to New Jerusalem. Somebody said, well, I don't know how that all works. I don't either. There'll be a new heaven and a new earth. I do know the Jew is an earthly people with an earthly promise. The saints of God are a heavenly people with a heavenly promise. And I believe the church is going to have the new Jerusalem. We can go to the new Jerusalem. Won't have to latch no latches, won't have to do no dead boats, and won't have to lock no doors. Because the door won't the, the, the gates will be open and there'll be no locks on the doors. No devil, no evil, no ungodliness. And we'll enjoy New Jerusalem forever. Praise God. I'll quit right now. I want to tell you something. You get out of here today without getting skint. Now don't tell everybody I skin you all the time. Praise God. Right? Amen. You said, well you skint me. Well maybe using the skinning place where God can work on you. Amen. I believe today what we are seeing in the Word of God is real. My Bible's real. My Bible's real. Praise Amen. God. Now, I didn't get into this. There's two more. There's a new covenant. And uh, there are. There's a new covenant. There's a New Testament. And God's done give us those 2 We're going to experience to in more detail down the road. But God help us Let's bow our heads and close our eyes. And ask the Lord this morning to help us. As we give an invitation, I pray God might speak to you. Amen. May the Lord have his way upon your heart and life. May the name of the Lord be blessed. Amen. As we give an invitation to this morning, you may not be saved. You may not be right with God. You may not know the Lord Jesus Christ. But I'm asking now to think on who you stand for. Who lives in you. Amen. And what are you doing for him? That'd be my Desire this morning to find out from you this morning, God help you.